close me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Calm down, Greg, it's soccer. It's soccer. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Welcome back to Plus Money, presented by the Ghost Gold Podcast, your home for all the best soccer bouts out there. The Euros, we're into the quarterfinals. We've got eight teams left. We've got a bunch of great games this weekend. A lot of the favorites got knocked out, so a lot of our futures are messed up. But I'm Andrew Passaro, and as always, I'm joined by my man, Ani, at Ani323. And uh, we're sweating. We're talking a lot of bets. Well, let's get in to the quarterfinals as I reposition myself so that I can see Ani and look the man in the face and talk about all the bets that we've got. We've got four games. We'll go in order. I'll say this before we get into it. What was what in your opinion was the biggest upset this weekend? Czech Republic beating Dutch. The Czech Republic beating the Dutch for you. I think it was bigger than Ukraine beating Sweden, but I that I mean we got unlucky with the you know the red card to delict, but like the biggest upset in my opinion. I, I I gotta go with the Swiss beating the French. In the way that the the French lost, with Kylian Mbappe having multiple ch- scoring chances, missing them, and Kylian Mbappe get having the penalty saved. So that that was and and them them being up three one and then blowing it yeah okay yeah I mean, that's what, I mean I think both were just bad and we had a bunch of upsets yeah we, from. we got unlucky when it came to our bets too like yeah Germany should have beaten England but they didn't yeah I, we'll get to that but uh, first game of the weekend well it's tomorrow it's Friday I hope you guys are listening to this Friday morning we're trying to get this out on Thursday night um, we got Spain and Switzerland and um, I've got a couple that I like for this I've got I look the Spanish to me I know they got the big win over Croatia. But the way the Switzerland team is playing, you know, you're going to get about 75 minutes out of Shakiri, and then they're going to rotate. We saw Safernovic playing very well. I'm very wary about the Spanish team. I don't think they have a great goalie. We saw the blunder in the opening Croatia goal. So I like a couple things in this game. I'm going to start with, I like Switzerland to qualify for the next round plus 240, because I think if the Swiss can take them an extra time, they can win the game. They'll hold out. They they held out against the French, the French who, yeah. who have the best attacking unit in the fair, tournament. Very fair. You'd have to say that they might. I mean, could could lightning strike I mean, twice? I think you can also say that the Swiss played the best game. That's it. Like yeah. that was it. Like yeah. that was their best game. They put it all on the table. They beat the, the the French, and now they're just like gonna play with we got nothing to lose mentality. But that could also go poorly and yeah. like not be as motivated. I, I don't know. I don't know who I think are the bigger frauds in this tournament, the English or the Spanish. But it's one of them. But that's why in this game, I like the over two and a half goals, minus 106. Both these teams played into extra time. Swiss went to penalties. They got tired legs coming in after a tired domestic season. I think we're going to see a lot of lapses in the defense. And Spain has scored back-to-back games of five goals. I think they could score three by themselves. I think there's, like I said, tired legs. I like the over two and a half. Three goals are going to be scored some in some format in this game. What are you getting Locked that over two and a half at? Minus one hundred six. Okay, yeah, that's, I think yeah, that's very no. fair. And that's and that's a, that leads me to another bet that I like. That's not on my card, but both teams to score at minus one ten. Yeah. I think that's pretty much a lock. Exactly. So if so, I'll say this: if you like that, maybe look at the result both to score for the Spanish which is a good hedge, or the result both to score and the draw, which technically just covers your ass through 90 minutes. That If Correct. it goes to extra time at 1-1, yeah. your money. And uh, I'm looking at things... Like where you I- said, how the Swiss played against the French, we could see that again. I, I We saw how the, yeah. the, Sp- the Spanish, after the Croatian comeback, were resilient. Yep. They put it together in that extra time and pulled yep. it out. That's why I don't really have a lean on who's going to win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if Switzerland uh, yeah. wins. Obviously, we expect the Spanish to win, which is why I just I just want to see goals. All right, this it's is the why. First game at the quarterfinals. I just want to see goals and then lock that in. Let me lock this in because this is what I'm going to do. Result: both to score the draw plus four thirty. 
So that's plus that's, four thirty. Oh, oh. Throw a couple bucks on it. Yeah, all you exactly. got is a sweat to get to ninety minutes. Yep. All right. That's so, what that is—a ninety-minute sweat. And then I also like in that game penalty be awarded anytime plus one eighty. Both of these teams have been a little sloppy at the back. The Spanish have had two penalties that they've been awarded. The the Swiss um, gave one away against France. I think we could see a penalty in this game. That's a plus one eighty. That's just that's not a team to hit a penalty. That is just a penalty to be awarded. So um, I like that as well. Uh, let's move to our other Friday game. I think this is the best game of the four. Agreed, 100%. Belgium, Italy. And this is tough for me because I am Italian. I got very excited watching Chiesa come on and score that score those, that goal for the Italians to get that 2-1 win against Austria. And the Belgians, this is a tough game to call because when we talk about this right now, we don't know the health status of two key players for the Belgians, one more importantly than the other, and that's Kevin De Bruyne. Also, Eden Hazard may or may not play, but Eden Hazard really hasn't been Eden Hazard since he left Chelsea for, you know, calling calling uh, calling it what it is. Yeah. So part of me wants to jump on the Belgians because I have money on the future of them reaching the quarterfinals, and I really want to be right about that. I really do. The semifinals. R- oh, right, semifinals. Thank you. But I like this pick a lot because I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game. I think this is a 1-2-0 or two nil game. To win to nil, not two, just win and keep a clean sheet, Italy plus 260, Belgium plus 370. I like that. Yeah, I mean... Without Kevin De Bruyne, without Hazard, Belgium's going to try to control have, the game in midfield. They're going to have problems creating. I think this is a 1-0 game. And I do like Belgium to qualify. That's a plus 105. I think you've got it a little higher than plus I did. Plus 120. Plus 120. So I don't. I haven't looked at. I looked at these lines yesterday. It's now Thursday when we look at lines. So Thursday, uh, Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Right. It is plus 120 Belgium to advance. So and that's and that's that's covering your ass for extra time or penalties. Correct. And I, I think I think there's there's a chance that this game becomes very ugly and is a lot of broken up passes in midfield. But the thing is, that's what hi- historical Italy would want to do to you. This is not a historical Italy team. This is. I, I also think that they have to start. If Chiesa doesn't start, I don't know what the fuck if he's doesn't doing. Start, look at the starting eleven. If De Bruyne is out, Eden Hazard out, and Chiesa doesn't start, look for the first half under. Yeah. <laughs> or no, no score. Honestly, first no half. score first half. That's a great <laughs> like, live bet. That's a fantastic like, <laughs> live bet. That's that's a huge one. I like the Belgians, but I wouldn't be upset with the Italians. I'm. I part of me wants this to go put a few. Hedge. Part part of me wants to go put money on the, the Italians to win the whole thing. I don't know what that would look I at right now, but second or third right now in the favorite. Uh, as soon as England beat Germany, England became the favorite. So that's so fucking dumb. The like, <laughs> the England. Like, speaking well, of sticking with the Belgians here, I as on top of them advancing plus one twenty. I like them to win it all at plus 700 because I think if they get to the semifinals here, they're going to play a Spanish or Switzerland side, mm-hmm. which I think they should definitely be. And mm-hmm. if they do it without De Bruyne and Hazard and they get them both back for the semis, huge boost. And then their toughest competition, which should be England. On paper. On paper should be England, but yeah. could be Denmark. Could be Denmark. Right? Could be the Czech Republic. Could, could be. Imagine if it's Czech Republic, Belgium in the final. That'd be, would be incredible. Well, it'd make the West feel, Ham fans, it would make me feel better about the Netherlands losing. The West Ham fans would be going absolutely fucking bonkers, celebrating like they won another damn World Cup. Because if, in case, for those of you who don't know, the uh, England didn't really win the World Cup in 1966. West Ham won West the World Ham, Cup yeah. in the 1966. So, so, talking about that real quick, Czech Republic, right? Could see them in the finals if they beat Denmark, and mm-hmm. then they go on to upset, you know, England. We got to look at these Golden Boot odds. If they're gonna get there, it's gonna be Patrick Schick, right? I don't think so. I, I don't know if Patrick Six is going to 
beat out Ronaldo. What's he at right now? I think Chick's at four. Is he? Because I think he got three in the group stages. He scored against the Dutch. Um, so I'm looking. Hang on. I think he's at four. Player stats. You're right. Patrick Schick is at four right he now. He needs one more. He's, he's at, at plus 500 to win Golden Boot. That's a pretty good beat. It, that's if yeah, that's a pretty good pick. That's a true number nine there. Who's got it? Who knows how to put it in the bag of the net? Yeah, like he's he's he's, he's tricky. Some, he's, he's got some signs of Lewandowski in him. I've he's seen got, it this tournament. He's also got pace. Like that's why yes. he got stuck off on the wing at Roma. And playing him through the middle is is far more advantageous, especially for the way that this Czech team is playing. A little bit on the counter, a little bit on the bounce, and not necessarily going to control every second of the ball. But when you've got a guy like Patrick Schick, who's who's a threat, especially on the break. Um, that's that is one to consider. I kind of I did not realize that. I like that a lot. So Sterling's, we're talking. Sterling's also plus five hundred Golden Boot. But he's I don't not going to do it. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. He's got four as well, right? No way. He's got four. <laughs> I think he's got four too. He's got three. Oh, he's, he's got, got three. three. He got he scored their first goal in their I think their win against Czech Republic, and then he scored. Yeah. He scored. I guess again. He definitely he scored against Germany. He scored against Germany, and then I'm trying to think of the other game he scored in. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. But, all right, so he's got three. But I think I shake at five plus five hundred, not bad. And if you think they don't get there, I mean, oh, Ronaldo, he scored. He scored against Croatia. Ronaldo is finally in the plus odds, plus one ten. If you don't think anyone gets to five, well, I mean, all right, here we go. Right now, it's it's Ronaldo, Forsberg, who's out on four, Benzema, who's out on four, and Schick, who's uh, still with four. I mean, and he's in. Um, Sefer, uh, Seferovic from uh, from Switzerland, Raheem Sterling. Romelu Lukaku all on three, and then Murata's on two. He's not going to get any more. And I mean, after that, it's just there's just not so, enough so, game hey, time. Ronaldo plus one ten. I think that's I think that's kind of a safe hedge. I would stay away. I do I do kind of like. Schick. I like the value of Schick at plus five. I like I think that's the best value that if we're going to look at that future. Um, speaking of Denmark, Czech Republic, I love the over two and a half goals in that game at plus four and a, at plus one forty. Um, here's the thing, uh, Denmark, I liked them in the under two and a half goals in their last game and then they just blasted Wales open mm-hmm. and hit the over over three and a half by their by themselves the Czech Republic have conceded goals in most games um that's why I love both teams to score in this game at plus 106 I got Denmark money line plus 112 I think they win this game originally I liked the Denmark and the clean sheet at plus 190 but you've convinced me slash as we've talked here I I could see them definitely both scoring I could see this being like a a 3-2 Denmark win. Yeah, a very fun 3-2. Score in like the 93rd minute on some magic. Actually, I like Denmark. I like Denmark 3-1. The team of destiny. I like Denmark 3-1 and then. I think they've got some Ericsson magic. That would be amazing. That would be so fucking cool. You can kind of feel it in every game they play. Like the crowd's getting behind them. The players are playing with this, you know, motivation and just absolute like. They're playing for him. I think a lot and of we wish the best for Christian Eriksen. Yes. You know, I think a lot of people are rooting now for the for Denmark just out of the pure story of everything. I agree. Here's one that I like. It's a real long shot. Czech Republic to score first but fail to win a plus four forty. Yeah, I could see. Now it. my one concern about this, and this is where I get I got hosed a bunch on picks in the last round. I would need to find out if that counts over 90 minutes or over the whole tie the whole tie because if they score first Denmark tie it up it goes 1-1 or 2-2 into extra time and then Denmark wins on pens does that still hit that's this is the one thing that I have with like gambling in the sense that what we're doing like you're not like there's no one that I'm going up to at a teller window that is explaining every single aspect of the rules so I like that pick a lot 
but I'm ca- I'm cautious about it. So right. I'll say that. That's everything I have for that. I do like I do like Denmark to go through, but the problem is I don't have either of these teams. I I stayed away from picking a team to win this game on the sheer factor of I think it could go either way. I think I think Belgium Italy is the like that's the creme de la mint. That is that is the fucking that is your fucking uh Avion bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. Um Denmark Czech Republic is your Jose Cuervo because it is affordable. It's going to be a lot of fun, but it's not the highest of quality. No. Okay. But like it, you might have a more of night, more, a better night out on Jose Cuervo than you did on Avion. If you know what I mean? Yeah. I do do know what you mean. So I think Denmark Czech Republic has the ability to sneakily be an entertaining game, a very entertaining game. Also for anyone who's a rookie better out there, the reason why, uh, Andrew was so cautious about that earlier bet is in soccer, if you bet on a team to win that and it money ends up line. being a tie, you it's not a push. You don't get your money back because draws are a thing in soccer. Right. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's very so tough. If you're sitting there being like, Oh, you but you should get your money back, it should be a push. Nope. No. You that, lose if you don't win and it's a draw because right. that's a thing in soccer. One hundred but this is the difference between the NFL and betting soccer or betting football, betting American football. Um the odds are better. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the odds that we're throwing out are almost exclusively pluses that yeah. you, it would be so fucking hard to do this to get that. No. in American football. So, you know, yes, it's harder to win, but when you do win, you win bigger. Um, and I'm all about winning bigger. Uh, let's get to Ukraine and England. This is... Uh, this is your rail tequila. This is, a, <laughs> this is rail tequila. This is your rail game. And especially, especially depending on the lineup that Gareth Southgate is going to put out because he has been so cautious to play his best teams. Now, now, mind you, Mason Mount and Chilwell were unavailable. I don't think Chilwell would have featured because of the form Luke Shaw was in, and he was excellent again for the English. He was fantastic English. against Germany. But that midfield was fucking disgusting that he put out. The second Jack Grealish came onto the pitch... The game changed. The, the English looked like an absolute powerhouse. The way right. he was able to create, he knew exactly where to play the ball, and then they scored two goals. Right, exactly. <laughs> and he like assisted he assisted almost like immediately. Yeah. It w- it was like it was in like five to ten minutes of him coming on the pitch. So I, I don't this Ukraine team, this is David versus Goliath. This is the furthest Ukraine have ever gotten at a tournament. Ever. Ever. Um there's a couple players on this Ukrainian team that at least play in England. Um Zinchenko, Yarmolenko. I would love to see this upset. I want it I so want bad. It so yeah, no, bad. I want it so bad. I want it so bad. I'm the biggest. If Ukraine beats England, I'm buying a Ukraine Shevchenko jersey the second it at the second it ends. I I love Done. that for you. I love that for you. Done. Um, I don't have Ukraine to advance on my card because I, I want to put I it in. I can't do it. I can't, I can't do, do it, it because it still feels bad. But what so I so we love the plus money, but like we're also not stupid. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I do have is both teams to score at plus one thirty two. I have that too. Yeah. Um, Ukraine have scored in all but one of their games at this tournament. And what I really, really like, Ukraine to score first, but to to lose the match plus four eighty. Ooh. Okay. I think I like that. And that's one where we don't have scored. to worry about extra time because I don't see extra time in this one. Um I can't I can't really I could see, see one one and going to extra. Really? I, I mean, could see one. That would be a failure on England's part. One hundred percent. But um England are now the favorites and all, yeah. and when you think about England and you think about them being the favorites, how often does things immediately start come crashing down? Because they were the favorites going into that semifinal against Croatia at the World Cup and everyone's like the Things have broken for for England at the World Cup, and um, 
All right, if you're English and you're listening to this podcast, I don't want you to think that I'm anti-English. Um, I'm obviously a Liverpool fan. I love Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Um, I don't hate England. I, I just hate... Mason Mount. I love, I love Chelsea. Like it's, We're not anti. I just hate English media. I hate the English media, A, and B... I hate the English entitlement that they sh- that you know teams should just get out of their way and and move out of their way and let England win games, and it's just this sense of entitlement from the just dodgy English fan on the internet who I'm not going to be able to to deal with, going on and on and on again about how football's coming home. Football football hasn't been home since 1966, bro. Like it's been 50 plus years since you won a major tournament. Like, you guys still talk about Euro 96 like you won the tournament when you very much did not. Like, fucking relax. Stop acting so damn entitled. I get it. This is your sport or whatever. But, like, basketball is America's sport, and we still dominate everyone at it all the time, and you don't hear us, like, whining about it. Like, we did in 92, and then we won with the Dream Team, and then we've won, like, everything basically since NBA players have come back into the fold. So, uh, just the English need to just, just... Like, I'm all for being cocky and arrogant about your team, but when you haven't won shit in a long time, shut the fuck up and just be excited and be happy on the run. Agreed. All right, guys. Well, um, thank you for listening along to our picks. As we've heard, as we've said, uh, we gave out as much as we could. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Following all, follow along on Twitter at Andrew Pissarro, uh, at Ani three twenty three. More picks there. Bother us there. If you have any questions, feel free. DMs are open. Um, and that goes gold pop as well for, for, you know, the guys, Alex and Javier, as always breaking down everything going on and they'll be getting you ready for the Premier League new managers over at Tottenham and Everton announced this week. So I know they will uh, be getting into all that very soon, but, um, thank you guys. Let's, uh, let's go win some money this weekend. Show me the money!